have just entered the building with your boys, King and Sane. Welcome to Shop Talking Random-ish, where conversation rules the nation, and no topic is off limits. You know, this ain't nothing but healthy conversation. Now welcome your hosts, Rick King and Will Sane. From the point, but I'm from Southwest. And every now and then I get put to the test. But I can't be stopped, cause I gotta come through. Ain't got no gun, but I got my crew. Didn't come for no beef, cause I don't eat steak. I got a plate of soul food, chicken, rice, and gravy. Not covered in too much, drinking a couple punch. Top of call every last Thursday of the Daddy month. Put the hot grits on my chest in the morning. When I was sick, Mary had the hot soup. Well, it didn't know why, but it felt so good. Like some waffles in the morning, headed back to the woods. Now I'm full as a tick. Got some soul on blast and a cassette Food for my brain and haven't stopped learning yet I wing for Mojo's, got my forehead sweat Celery and blue cheese on my menu next I'm my body till I steal Tie face grooms surround me like cancer Drill, we were second hand off the coast But only too late, not just worse Plus I'm getting pimped by this temp And it jacket from Optima Staff Laughing, set up clown, don't talk to me like that Nigga, I'm stupid, of course, living day by day And you ain't hard trick, hell you say <laughs> It's such a blessing when my eyes get to see the sunrise I'm ready to begin Another chance to get further away from where I've been But I never forget Everything I went through, I appreciate this Because if I had a witness that took the ease away Wouldn't be the strong that I am today Everything that I did, different things I was told Just ended up being food for myself It's your soul Sunday morning, where you eating at? I'm on 1365, Wichita Drive, over with a stole ride. Church is dropping chicken in yesterday's grease. Then go together with this quarter mickey. Last night, hanging over for a good time. Yeah, beef is cheaper, but it's pumped with red dye between two pieces of bread. Sorry, look good with them hairy legs. Wish I could cut her up, but my stomach come before six. A heap of hip and the fried chicken, macaroni and cheese, and collard green too big for my jeans. We'll say what good with your boy. What's good with you? Why you doing, man? Oh, man, man, man. Just living the American dream. A nightmare depends on who's looking at it and telling the story, boy. As I tell everybody, baby, a dream, a nightmare is also a dream. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, peoples, welcome to Barbershop Talking Random Bitch with your boys, King and Sane. I am Rick Kane. And I am Will Sane. This ain't nothing but some good old-fashioned barbershop-style conversation. In this in barbershop, ain't no conversation taboo. We ain't got but one rule and one rule only. What is that rule, my brother? It is say what you mean, mean what you say. Just do not be mean when you say it. You people out there in uh, radio land and uh, Facebook land, you please. Good God, I can't even talk right now, man. <laughs> You, you, you drink, you drink, you drinking aroma for me, Rick. You, you drinking aroma? No, man. I told you it's the meds, bro. It, it's the meds. But the, the the meds had you so on point, bro. The meds had me on point, but they had me to a point where I can't speak uh-huh. correctly, uh-huh. and I get agitated and irritated easily. And plus, I can't sleep at all. So that's what the man's doing, man. But my bad. Please you take it. Continue, Rick, and giving the phone number to call. Okay, the phone number is if you're trying to join your boys in the barbershop, please holler at us at 404-603-8770. And if you're in your mammy baby, please let her know it's not one of them. Nah, 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 nah. Please let mama know it's not one of them. Nah, 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 freaky dicky numbers. Every now and then we do get a little freaky dicky. Probably won't be tonight. But please let her know that the call is free. You can she can call you can call on us and no problems to her. One triple eight nine two six seven five six two. You can also find us right now recording on Facebook Live. We are live on Facebook. We also can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts. Um, we are here in these streets. We're trying to do it, trying to connect, trying to trying to build this thing. The shop is now open. Will Sane, you good over there, bro? Oh, yeah, but that was a beautiful intro, too, man. 
I was very moved across by that. You did a, you did a great job. That's a great advertising job right there, bro. I mean, you know, they, they, hey, believe it or not, I'm, I'm working on that. I'm trying to get better at doing that because, you know, they, they, they send some money in the advertisement. <laughs> that would them tell me. That would them tell me, man. Um, but now back to you you you, you, you have, have, have you tried to go to like half the dosage of what they're giving you? No, let me. T- so, okay. So what, what the drug is, is it's called bupropion, right? So... I, I finally read up on it because it's like it's a certain dosage that you can get a range of doses. The dosage is between like 120 and 450 milligrams. And uh-huh. I'm on like 120, which is like the low end, right? Yeah. And so I was reading up, I was reading my bottle the other day. And the bottle said, you know, it could cause drowsiness. But I'm like, I was like, wait a minute, I don't feel drowsy when I take this stuff at all. I feel like I got a whole bunch of energy. I feel like, 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 I, I think I know how a crackhead feels right now when they crackhead said that they got like super sprint and can run through walls yeah. and they up they up all night. Yeah. I feel that that's how I feel. Right? So I was looking at I was reading the bottle, da 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 da. So then I said, let me look at some side effects of it. And as I started reading the side effects of it, I was like, I see why now I'm a lot I'm I'm the way and I'm acting and reacting to the people that that are around me and everything. So yeah, man, it, it's crazy, man. It is real crazy. Man, I, I, I mean, I need you to be careful now. I don't want you to. <laughs> that's that, bro. Uh-huh. But that, those are the exact reasons why I I won't take those. I won't take them. I I would not take those because I'm I'm on working in that industry. Uh, when I was working in in the group home and um watching what those meds did to those kids. They gave those kids such a cocktail of those drugs. And they, I mean, and they had their mind so gone. I could sit there and watch a kid all day look like a zombie. And you can tell when he's coming off his bed when it's time for him to take him again. Um, I remember the best time I ever had with a kid. I should have got fired for this. Um, I sent the kid on the weekend away for, um, he, he had a weekend pass. So he went to stay with his family over the weekend. I forgot to pack his meds. That was the best weekend he had with the with his with his his, his weekend parents. That's the best weekend they ever had with him. And and and, and I think that weekend kind of what is what catapulted him to getting adopted by this family because they mm. got to see him without his meds, and, and and he was such a different person. Because those 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 drugs have your mind so altered. They they really do they really do man and it's like at first you know you 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 feel the you feel the effect you you do feel the effect and you do see that you start realizing the difference but you don't know that sometimes you don't know that that's what's causing the difference yeah. like what like what alerted me was uh, when was it it was uh, Wednesday I was talking to a coworker. And I was just that whole day, everything that everyone was doing was just throwing me off and agitating. And so I, I even asked the coworker, like, yo, I don't know why I'm so agitated right now about everybody and everything. Because I complain. I'm a complainer, but I'm complaining more than normal. Mm-hmm. And when I complain more than normal, I'm like, yo, I'm getting on my own nerves right about now. <laughs> so that's how it was. And I was like, yo, I don't even want to be around people because I know I'm probably unbearable, unbearable right now, man. Hey, but, bro, yeah, bro, when you get like on your own it. nerves, yeah. <laughs> it, I don't want to be alone with me, <laughs> bro. That's but <laughs> <laughs> no. hey, let me tell you something, something crazy about this stuff, right? Uh-huh. So I'm reading, the, I'm reading the, I'm reading the whole thing. I'm reading up on it, blah blah blah. And it's like saying, like you got, like you feel like you got all this energy. Like I said, you got all this energy, right? Mm-hmm. But how about you have no interest in sex? So it's like you got all this. Hey, hey dog, you, you need to get rid of. This. Hey, dog. <laughs> every man want. Every man want to have this energy. Every older man or middle middle aged man want wants to have all this energy when they have a good sex drive. Yeah, I got the good energy, but I don't got no sex drive. Well, dog, I don't need that medicine. That's that. See that and see that's another thing. That's another thing. <laughs> if it's affecting, if, 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 if it's affecting me. Not wanting to have sex, man. Come on, now I, we got to come up with something else. We got to come up with but, something better. But it's keeping me going with my celibacy pledge, though. 
So that's the thing about it all. So I still, I'm, I'm so still strong since December. So you cheat. It gets, it gets the good with my children. So, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Say this again. So you still have not had sex since December? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm proud of you. I'm proud. Oh, hey. Hey. So, hey. Let me see if I can find some hand claps in here for you, my brother. No, don't give me no hand claps. I don't need no hand claps. <laughs> 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 hey, hey, don't. That's, that's big. That's big. I'm telling you, man. It's, it's crazy, man. But I think this right here is going to help even more, man. It's going to push you over the creek. Gonna push me over the finish line, bro. So, so, so you gonna take it for the rest of the year? I think. Go ahead. You gonna so you taking it for the rest of the year? No, I, and I was just about to say that no, because I have a, I have a doctor's appointment on Monday, and I'm gonna go talk to the doctor on Monday about yo, I gotta get off this stuff. Like doc, I was talking to doc, and doc was like, don't just stop it, you know, let them wean you off of it and everything, because you could have a, there's something that could probably happen. You could probably have a bad side effect if you just automatically just stop it. That's another one of my problems with this stuff. You, you can't, I mean, the, 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 side, the side effects that you trying to get off the stuff. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. it, can, be, it can be just as harmful as you do. Man, come on, man. Nobody. Yeah, just, just describe me like some uh, gummies or something like that, some medical marijuana or something Bro. like that. I don't, want, I don't want that. Like I said, I don't want that ookie bookie stuff. Give me something that's just going to relax me, calm me. I don't want that stuff that's just going to make me like like super duper high. No, I don't want to be paranoid. Just give me a medical marijuana where it just relaxes me. Describe I mean, me that. Bro, that's why, like I say, that's why I'm a huge fan of CBD. I mean, th- your story right there is let me know. That that's yeah, cause I couldn't man, ain't no way, ain't no way, yeah, bro. No, I, yeah. I um, I tried blood pressure pills one time, and they had me so messed up till I remember I was going to work at same job I had been at over a year, doing the same job for over a year, and I walked into a classroom one day and I did not know where I was. Yeah, but you just going it out, man. Bro, and that let me, but, but, and, but it, it only happened when I t- took this blood pressure. Yes, the same, man. Yeah. And I was like, nah, dog. If th- anything that makes me feel like this, nah, dog. Nah. Yeah. That, that, that can't be the answer to the riddle. That can't yeah. be. Yeah, that's what I say. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm talking to him on Monday, and I'm like, yo, I got to get off it. Yeah, I'm just like, like I said, I'm too agitated. I'm arguing with people about everything, man. So I'm like, even people who are trying to help you, still arguing with them. I told you about the counselor I went to. I was, I was mad at her and picking her, picking her apart. <laughs> so I'm like, yo, I gotta chill, man. <laughs> but I'm get off me. I'm gonna get off me. What we, we, it's Todd in the house. I'm not, I can't. See oh, oh no, we got Todd. stood up again, my brother. Um, um, Todd has stood us up again. Oh no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so it's just, it's just me and you, brother. Okay, brother. And so, yeah, okay. we, we've been stood up again. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. we, you know, I was, uh, I bring people up to speed and everything real quick about what we wanted to talk about. Um, what, we had talk, what we had planned on talking about was we wanted to talk about the murder of uh, Ahmaud Arbery. Who got shot and killed down in Jonesboro? I mean, excuse me, down in Brunswick, Georgia. And I, I would say that due to the coronavirus uh, outbreak pandemic, that is the reason why this story has not gotten gotten the media attention, the national attention that it rightly deserves. And for those who don't know, what happened was uh, one day uh, down in Brunswick, Georgia. Uh, a 20, 20 odd, 20 odd year old man, Audrey, he was running down the, he was running down the road, running down the road from what reports say he was exercising. And there was a father and son who spotted him. There was a father who spotted him. The father ran inside and told his son, hey, I think that's the guy who has been breaking into homes in our neighborhood. They grab their guns, hop in a truck, and start chasing after Aubrey. Uh, once they try to corner Aubrey, he starts running back to, towards the way they came. They spin the truck around. 
They still follow him. One of the guys hopping, I think the son, the son hops in the back of the cab of the truck, tells him to stop, stop, stop. According to the report, tells him to stop, stop, stop. We want to talk to you. I don't believe that. Me personally, I don't believe that the words that were said. Yeah, I'm sure those stop, were stop, the words. Stop, stop, stop. We want to talk to you. He hops out the truck, and according to reports, there's a scuffle for the gun, and then there's a shot. Bam. Aubrey's, Ahmad Aubrey is shot once, and then the gun mysteriously fires again. So, which means Aubrey was shot twice. Yes. Now, Aubrey died, and it's very upsetting because the two men have not been arrested. The district attorney said that he's not going to press charges or arrest them at this time because they were in their lawful right of a citizen's arrest. The more you look into the story, you find out that the father, who the father involved in this, he was actually a former investigator for the district attorney's office in Brunswick, Georgia. So there's a connect that's connections there. So it's all a damning incident all the way around. Well, one thing I wanted to talk, we, I, I wanted to ask Todd was the whole citizen's arrest in Georgia, in Georgia or anywhere. What justifies a citizen's arrest? How, what, are the, what are the justifiable parameters in a citizen's arrest? What am I, as a citizen, allowed to do? Am I allowed to see a man running down the street and am I unprovoked allowed to chase him down with a gun and then shoot him? That's what I think the people that I spoke with about this, we all want to know. And I'm sorry that we don't have anybody here on the show right now that we can talk to about it. But Rick, tell me, tell me how you feel about this, man. I think, I mean... <laughs> Bro, it's, it's, it's. I feel that if I feel that this this was another profiling that went absolutely wrong, because if you feel like this is the person that's doing this, why ain't nobody calling the police? Ain't ain't heard no one where it said that this man told his wife his son his anybody to call the police correct you know what rick no that was and that was not in the report they didn't run in and say hey i told my wife or told you know whomever call the police we think the guy's here no they just hopped out went after him did the did, did the murder and i'm just gonna call it what it is did the murder and then call the police later after the guy while after they shot the guy. Yeah. Yeah. So that I mean, this just sound like they, they this sound like they just they set out and and when the the guy didn't stop, when why would I stop? I mean, why would you as a black guy being chased by two white guys, why would you stop? Why am I going what, to stop and, and talk one to one with you? a shotgun? What, 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 one with a shotgun? Yes. In the back. Why would you stop? Why? Why, why would I stop? I mean, there, there, there's, there's, there's nothing that's telling me that anything good is going to come out of this. I am a black man running in what it sounds like a white neighborhood. And there's nothing that tells me that you just want to stop and talk to and me have a conversation. Stop and talk to me. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing with you on that gun that makes me think you want to just stop and talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> Not nothing. So so yeah. I mean, man, this <laughs> these the I'm I'm so, I'm so sick of hearing these stories. I'm so sick of these stories coming up. I'm I'm I'm, just, I'm, I'm sick. It's almost it's almost sad. Did you say that, that um you believe the 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 Rona is the reason why? that the um this story hasn't got as much national attention as it has i believe that we are almost numb to these stories and that's part of the reason why 
these stories not have, have gotten as much attention as it has because it's so commonplace you know I, I hope that and I'm gonna hope that's not the case I'm not gonna disagree with you because you may be onto something there but I'm gonna hope that that's not the case because this story has to gain national attention and one of the main reasons why to me it has to is because not not just the racial demographic not just the racial aspect of it the racial aspect of it is 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 is, is at the highest peak to me because of I, I think about myself i think about my son because i i run i run in my neighborhood and, and oftentimes i run in my neighborhood i have a hood on even when it's hot because i'm trying to sweat off these LBs, these pounds that I don't put on, yes. you know, from the, from this from this whole lockdown. Yes. So I run and at the daytime, and I really run at nighttime because, I, like I said, I'm dealing with the whole uh, insomnia. So I run every. I usually I go out every night around nine, ten o'clock. I go out do like four four miles, and it, it's pitch dark, and what? so it could be. And I in in the, in the neighborhood in which I live. I could be suspected. I could. I can look like a suspect. But see, luckily, but no one is chasing me in my neighborhood. But where are you? You in your home? You you at your home? I'm in my neighborhood. I, I, but my neighborhood is a is a diverse neighborhood to to come to say. It's, I'm not gonna say it's, it's not a it's not an all black neighborhood. I'll put it that way. It's not an all black neighborhood. But hadn't you been so, in that neighborhood for years? Yeah, but they don't. But everybody, I live in a neighborhood where everybody doesn't know everyone. Okay, okay. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's still a neighborhood where it's like everyone doesn't know who all. Because it's like the, I think it's, it's, it's a good group of homes, and we add a new home to a subdivision, so everyone doesn't know everyone. And I live in a, a small small town in Georgia. Yes. So with me living in that small town, and trust me, there's a lot. There's a lot of. There's, there's a lot of people who you would suspect to have a little racism in them that's probably in my neighborhood, yeah, or the, and that's probably in my town. So I'm I'm I, I get I got so I got a I really and I hate to say it but I got emotional about this because I thought about this could actually really be me, and this could actually really happen to me. And do I need to now start running at night and walking at night with my gun? Because I'm like, I don't know if I should start. I, I'm really starting to think, uh, maybe I should take my one of my guns with me when I actually go running now. And, and, and I, I would if I was you. Because now, 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 Garrett Murray asked a question on Facebook. He asked a question, and I want, I, and, I, and the only reason I'm stopping because this is a great question. He said, Why aren't they shooting Mexicans, Arabs, and white folks in the same manner? Hey, one more time, I'm sorry. He said, why aren't they shooting Mexicans, Arabs, white folks in the same manner? You know, I, you know, I, and I spoke I spoke with a friend of mine today. Uh, he and I was speaking earlier. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm going to say something that's very, like, it, it, it's kind of hurtful to say it, but it's the truth. We in the barbershop, right? let's do it. Do yeah, it. yeah, but you know, you're right. You know that we we live in a society where we have been trained. Everybody's been trained. We have been systematically trained, all blacks, whites, no matter whatever your race is, that black people are dangerous. Yes. So therefore, we look at, even black people look at black people as dangerous. I jokingly said to him, but half-heartedly jokingly said with him, that, hey, if I see a white guy walking down the road, in cowboy boots, a MAGA hat, and a shirt, you know, and a and a, and a tiki torch, uh, you know, as Dave Chappelle said, one of the tiki torch, tiki torch white, as Dave Chappelle says, one of the racist ones. If I see one of them walking with a gun, I will probably be less worried about them than if I saw my someone of my own race with a gun. And it's, it's, it's because why? Because I've been trained and conditioned, and I think so. We all have that associate black with criminal and I, I will back that up by telling you this I remember I, I distinctly remember coming back from my deployment from Afghanistan in 2014 and finally being able to watch CNN news and I'm in uh I was in like Pennsylvania or some some place and I, I'm, I'm, I'm watching CNN news and 
you watch the news, and I want everybody to really start watching every news station. Watch CNN, watch Fox. I don't care whichever one you watch. But you, I started to see how they did it. What they started showing you was they'll show you bad thing, bad thing, bad thing, bad criminal act by a black person. Then they will show you something about a white person who was a victim. And it was setting you up. So that's where you that's where you started thinking of people. You started thinking of bad, 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 or oh, there's a criminal act by a black person, and then oh the white victim person of some other thing that happened to this white person. Oh, she needs help. She got kicked out of an apartment or, or something like that. And so you start to learn, you start being conditioned. I said, yo, I can't believe this. And what heightened my attention to it was because of a report that I, I, I did while I was in Afghanistan. I wrote a paper about our black actually targeted more than white. And statistics show they are. And people need to understand that we are, and it's not right. It's not right. So to answer his question, that's why I believe blacks are shot at a higher and a lot more alarming rate than anybody else. Because we have all been conditioned to believe that black is associated with criminal and criminal activity. I definitely agree with that because like you say most of the news the first thing you see when you normally when i wake up in the morning i turn the news on to see what so what's the weather the first three stories that come on before they see the weather is somebody's been murdered somebody's been something somebody's been something and more times out of night is 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 happened from a black a black person has done something to another black person. But I am, I'm scared of everybody. I I watch everybody now because it's a shame where you at a point where you can't, you damn near can't trust anybody now. Um, I think with this administration, I think they, a lot of the people that he empowered feel that they have a certain power now and they ain't ashamed to show you who they are. So I keep my eyes on them. I keep my eyes on these young black men who right now don't have an ounce of respect for themselves. So I know they don't give a damn about me. And I'm also watching some of these old heads who have shown that they hadn't grown up enough to to, to try to pull themselves up out of their situation. So they don't want me to be pulled to come up out of my situation. Yeah. And I'm and also and I'm right. also got my eyes on whatever other race it is. And that's the part of and, and you're you're touching on something else, and I think that's a, a show that we should have with actually we should actually do another show with, with a psychologist because that that comes to how people people don't understand and they don't when when we say it's very stressful and difficult to be black in America. And I'm not saying it's not hard being any other race. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that it's not hard being just, it, well, it's hard for everybody. I would like people to understand where I come from when I say it's hard to be black in America. As a black person in America, I constantly have to think about what others think about me. Yeah. Regardless of you, we can all say, oh, I don't care what you think about me. You do think you do care about what people think about you. That show you can put up that people can put up that puffed out persona all day, but we all do care what people think about us. We do. We don't want to be seen as stupid, retarded, dumb, inferior. We don't want to be seen as that. No one does. So you do care about what people think about you. Yes. But with a black person, it's constantly all day, twenty four seven. I don't want. I don't want. I'm worried about, I have to 
what people think about me. That's on you all day. I've got to show everybody that I'm not the end that you think I'm a, I am. I'm not that stereotype that you think I am. That is very stressful. What? I, but now I, I'm sort of, and, and, and now the white Christian male, the white Christian male is now upset because now he's having to live the life of a black person. And what I mean by that, Trump supporters, what I mean by that is that they are now like, oh, well, everybody, I got to worry about people calling me a racist if I say something. Welcome to being black. Because every day, that's our life. We got to worry about being labeled an uh, because of what we say or what we do. So now, congratulations, brothers. <laughs> you are part of the struggle. See, um, I still have the mentality that I really don't care about what you think about me but I'm also cognitive of who I am and I know that I am a thick black man who has a scar on his face most of the time mm -hmm. and I know that I can be very intimidating looking so I do try to because of what I do for a living, I do try to soften that to a certain extent because I don't want you to feel like when I open my mouth, I'm, I'm, I'm coming at you in a certain way. Um, I have become more tactful over the last few years of my life because at one time I had the whole persona. I really don't give a damn about what you think about me. And I'm gonna prove it to you every time I open my mouth. So I had to, I, I had to, I had to learn to use more tact when it comes to that. Um, I had to, I had to, to become, I had to get rid of being the angry black man all the time. That's exactly what I'm saying. Go ahead, I apologize. Yep. That's that's that. I had to get rid of the angry black man about that part of it. But I still don't give a damn about what you think about me. But, see, but, wait, I'm not, but I'm not. But I'm not. But I'm not angry, saying, huh? What you're saying is, is, see, everything you just said, you're saying that you do care what you think about me, and and here's what I'm saying by that. You have to change. You have to be cognizant of, like you said, you have to watch what you're saying now, because you don't want that person to think or look at you as that way, because you have that scar. You don't want that person to think that you're an angry person. That's what I mean by that. Well, see, I, no, no, no. I, I need them to 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 not be feel threatened because I need because right now I need this job. I need to make sure this child support paid. So okay, that's well, you know what? That's what I mean. That's what I mean by that. Yeah, and that's what that's exactly what I mean by that. We have to do that every day. We have to worry about what you may perceive us to be. That that may be more so what I need to say more so than just what you think about me. It may be more how you perceive me. Maybe more so what I mean. Yeah. Because I do believe, and that may be more so what it is, how you perceive me to be. You may perceive me to be this angry person, but I have to I have to reassure you that I'm not that angry person that you may think I am. Well, see, some of that, I, 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 still, I still leave that. And I've, I've come to find out that it, 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 for me, it's a defense mechanism. Um... The people that's going to get to know me are the ones that really want to get to know me. And if your perception of me is what's keeping you from getting to know me, then that's probably the best thing for the both of us. That's probably the absolute best thing for you not to want to get to know me and for you not to get to know me. Because it's probably not going to work. But the people that has invested the time to get to know me. They, I, th I think majority of them realize that whatever their perception was before is not the same perception that they have once they get to know me. But let's, let's take a break. Let, let, let's, let, let's, let's, let's take a break. Let's take a break. Let's okay. take a break. We're going to take a little break here and um, see if we can come up with something else. To, um, I got to say, I'm, I'm going to say something when we, right, right, right when we come back from break um, because of something that happened to me right before we got onto the show. But um, we will uh, we will come back. If you want to holler at, your, at us, please holler at 404-603-8770. 
Keep putting your comments on Facebook. I see we, I see you, Garrett, but um, you need to bring your ass to the barbershop and let's have these conversations. Um, <laughs> but um, we will be right black. Or just six. The staff here at Real 1100 AM would like to encourage you to social distance yourselves. While you may feel disconnected, you can always connect with us at real1100.com. So remain at a safe distance. Call, text, or email a friend and tell them to join you at real1100.com. Yellow brick road, free as a bird, spoken word in my verse. On my knees praying, shooting in the church. Wake up on my sleep in another cold sweat. I lived on billboard, what a what to go next. Go against the odds, young and go and get a job. Another country boy, they want back on the farm. So far from my goals, but I'm close to my kids. Don't cry for Mac Dre, throwing up this. Baby mama so friendly, I proceed with the plan Weed in my hand, Ciroc in my cup, quick pick for a fan Money over this first, go with a rate Double and we handle business cause the is getting raped Go get the yellow tape, swell local straight at 200 acre states, a young nigga made it Came from the hood, ain't nothing changed Still lemon pepper on my motherfucking wings I just wanna be the one, I just wanna be the one you love I just wanna be the one you what? love Welcome black, welcome black, welcome black, welcome black to Barbershop talking random ish with your boys King is saying I am Rick Kane. I am Will Kane. We are black up in here and um when we left I would say I was gonna have something to say. Just a little PSA, man. Um, before the show started, I got a message on Facebook um, from a friend, and she was um, telling me that a girl that we went to school with passed away. Um, you know, my first question is, um, was she sick? Um, no. Um. Had complication breathing this morning. Took her to the hospital. 
um, she went home. First of all, my prayers, condolences goes out to the family, the husband, the kids, the family, the friends, everyone that knows this beautiful young lady. Second of all, people call call somebody and say, hey, how you doing? Call and say, I love you if you need to call somebody and tell them you love them. Just check on somebody. Somebody that you ain't checked on, somebody you said you were going to check on, call and check on. That person that you might have had a little slight issue with, y'all don't know why y'all don't, just call and check on. You ain't really got to have a conversation. Hey, dog, how you doing? You never know. You never know. Man, it seemed like a weekly occurrence, man, for somebody that you know that, that you're close to, man. Condolences, man. Condolences to the family. Bro, this mess, I mean, since, and I, and I know every year we probably say this, but since 2020 has started, man, this thing has been, this, 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 this hadn't been a good one. And, 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 and maybe I need to go back and read some and find some and, and, and see if all this was, has been told that this hadn't been a good year thus far. You, you know, it, I, I can't. For people who've lost someone, I'm a hundred percent in agreement. This can't. I, I, I This is a terrible year. This is a terrible year if you lost anyone close to you. I woke up this morning and I saw a post from a friend of mine, and I reposted it. And from that, from reading that post, it made me remember and think about how I feel about. 2020 and try to spend the positive on 2020 because yeah 2020 you're not able to do the things that we, we used to do but that doesn't make it a bad year actually having a conversation earlier today with with, with ct and we've talked about how the 80s and how we grew up in the late 70s when we were babies in the late 70s but 80s 90s and the early 2000s how those were sort of like glory years. And I look at it like, yo, times were simpler in the 80s and 90s. We actually talked to people. Yeah. We were actually with family. Yeah. We, we stayed in the house more. We didn't we didn't concentrate and focus on being a baller. There was no that was none of that. We didn't worship celebrities, athletes, and all these people the same way folks do now. So my whole thing while I'm saying all this is maybe 2020 ain't a bad year. If you look at it, 2020 is giving us a time to say, yo, stop, slow down. Quit worrying about insignificant crap. I do on really what's important in life. Now, I, with that being said, I do agree to a certain extent. I was sitting back thinking, um, I was, well, while I was driving today, I was thinking, and I was like, what the hell would I be doing if Rona wasn't out here? Well, one th- it ain't, ain't but one thing that I can truly say that I would be doing. I'd be looking at more sundresses. <laughs> That's it, man. That's the only positive thing that I know that I'm positive <laughs> about that I'd be looking at more sundresses. But for the most part, I don't get out like that no more. Ooh. I don't, I don't, I, I, I'm not a big restaurant guy. I'm not a big. Just go and hang out at a club, guy. But what it has done, it has made me, well, the, the thing that I think has hurt me the most, I just can't roll up on my mom. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't just yeah, roll can. up on my kids. You know, so that for, for, that it has hindered. But for, for the most part, it has made me, I done, I done damn sure got fatter. <laughs> but it hasn't hindered me from going to do anything because I wasn't really going to do anything anyway. I may, you know, what? I may go, go by okay. my boys' crib, you know, to get on the game. You know, now we haven't done, I haven't done that, but I haven't done that because, like I say, I don't know if I'm asymptomatic. So I don't mm-hmm. want to, because of how I work. Like I say, I, I um every 
two times a week I get, you know, my, my they check. I hadn't had a test, but I, I'm getting my temperature checked and stuff like that. And I hadn't been, you know, so. But I, for the most part, I, it, it's not it has not hindered me from doing any of the things I do want to do. But see my see the people that I love the most. But it's yeah. making, but it has made me talk to them more, more or less. You know, reach out. And there's still some people I need to reach out to and see how they doing. But for the most part, I, I just, I don't know. I, you and know, that, that that's why, that's why I look at it as I'm trying to. I'm trying to look at the positive side of the. Of the I, I'm one of the most negative people, and the most, one of the most pessimistic pe- persons that I know, and that people around me know. But I'm actually being optimistic and positive about this situation because I'm like, it, it's sort of like, it's sort of like Christmas to me. And here's what I mean by that: I don't mean the gift. But do you remember, like, uh, it's, I always hate Christmas. I always hate Christmas time. I love Christmas time, and I hate Christmas time. I love Christmas time because the spirit of Christmas is everybody look out for each other, take care of each other. You know, every uh, Christmas, if you go from the, thanks, the end of Thanksgiving, from that Black, well, let's get Black Friday. So Saturday after Black Friday, if you go from that day to December 25th, everyone is so nice to each other. People try to be nice to each other. And then on December 26th, it's back to being a-holes and jerks and everything and all about me, 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 and selfishness. But is the, are they and, trying to be nice because they're trying to, hopefully you're going to get them that, that, that no, certain thing they want? I mean, No, because even strangers are being nice to each other. That's my thing. And that's, what, that's what's so crazy to me about the Christmas time. That's why I say it's so, I hate it and I love it at the same time. I hate it because I know that people are only doing it for temporary. It's only a temporary fix. And yeah. now with Corona being the way it is, it's seeming like people are acting like they do around Christmas time. Being more considerate, compassionate, and caring about others. And that's why I look at it as we all need to start asking maybe from this thing right here, Looking at what's really important in life. Is it important to have a $3,000 purse? Or is it more important to be able to spend time with your family and talk to your family? Like me, I, I was always focused on being at work and away at work and having to be at work because of work, work, work. But this actually has, has given me more time to actually talk to my kids, be around my kids, and, and do things that way, even though, you know, you can't go to the basketball court, but you can go outside in the backyard and shoot and do other things now. But it, it gives you more times and opportunities to be with those people than it it used to be when you were always going at work. Yeah. Yeah, but see that, but but the the things that you're able to do are the things are the things that I I can't do, you know, and that's that's the bo- the bothersome thing to me about it, because I mean, I, I'm trying I'm I'm trying to make a play date with my kids. I mean, I'm trying to figure out what do I yeah. need to do, to, <laughs> you know, just you know, just to go outside, you know, just to have them come outside, maybe you know. Me and little man shoot some ball or something. Do I, you know, shower? And, and, and when I get over there, spray down with Lysol just to sit outside and shoot ball <laughs> with him. I mean, I, because it's just, I mean, and then, but see, and then our governor. <laughs> that guy. Then open, because that did guy. I see, did I see correctly that tonight at midnight, we are completely back open? You know, I've heard that the malls were supposed to open today, but they're going to now, I believe, open on Monday. And I, I'm going to say shout out to my folks in the National Guard, the Army, the Air Force, and the National Guard. Shout out to them because 
they're allowing us to they what these guys and gals are doing is allowing Georgia to open up. And I know some of the business owners, y'all should thank those men and women because it's because of what they're doing by allowing, by uh, supporting and operating more testing sites. The National Guard soldiers are helping assist at the testing site. It's allowing Georgia to open back up. Now, do I think it's a great, good idea for Georgia to open back up? Me, personally, I don't, but that's only because my my, my income isn't affected by it. So that's a selfish, that's sort of a selfish idea from me, though. But see, this my income is affected by it, greatly. Mm-hmm. And I still don't think that we should be opening back up because... The last I sh- checked, the numbers are not going down. They're not. So if the and numbers are not going down, what's the metric that we're doing this by? If the numbers are not going down and we finna open every all this stuff back up, that means all these people are, 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 are that's 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 walk around with it. Now we finna get out here and share this thing some more. Yeah, the numbers are going to go up, and people and and, and you might as well prepare for it. And there's a few reasons why the numbers are going to go back up. One is like what you're saying: people are now going to go back and to gathering more so than they were the past few weeks. When you see the house parties and everything, more, hell, more hell the, pu- the, the part last weekend was so thick. Yeah, man, I got I got I got friends and family members down in 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 in, in, the, in Statesboro. They having house parties, man. They having house parties and everything, and none of them got insurance though. That's what they yo yo y'all gotta have insurance because it's like if you get you get this stuff, you go to the hospital, you can't take care, you can't you can't get medication, you can't do anything, you die. Your family gotta bury you. Do you have insurance? Burial insurance, and then in some cases, your family members may not even. Be able to come to your funeral. I mean, a lot of them. I mean, a lot of them. They, they, they. I heard that they keeping have kept some of the bodies because they trying to figure out if, if it still can, you know, spread and you know this. Yeah, bruh. And I know that another thing is, you know, people are trying to compare with the flu, and 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 they're yeah. trying to say, well, the numbers are are similar to the flu. And I, and I say to those people, if the numbers are low, I, I'll say low, the numbers are low if you compare them to the flu. However, look what we're doing to keep the numbers low. And also what we're doing to keep the numbers low, and the reason why that number is low is because a lot of people were sheltering in place. Yeah. And lastly, to say about that is that a lot of people weren't able to get tested. And to you, I would suggest that you, like today, Doc and and some and, and Simon Haley, they went and got tested today, and it, 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 it's, a, it's an uncomfortable feeling. Right. But I would say to you, before you go see your kids and, and, uh, and your mother, go get tested, bro. Go get that swab up your nose. <laughs> go get that swab up your nose, man. Set up an appointment. I, I, found out, I, I forgot how long it took them to get their appointment, but they went today and they got a swab in and I think they'll be able to go online in a few days here and find out the results. Uh, this, 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 man. <sighs> Bro, this thing's scary, man. It's, 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 I just, I just, I just, I just don't understand. Like I said, I, I understand that we live in capitalistic society. But the fact that we're putting money over people is just it's just so unreal to me. It's just so unreal to me. It's just but I it, it, it's not it's unreal but it's not at the same time it's not surprising. Yeah, because I know what this here America was built off of. But I gotta, I, I gotta go back and say though, and because I don't want to seem like 
the person who who isn't sympathetic or empathetic to those folks out there who actually own businesses and need customers. For instance, you know, if I own a massage parlor and that was my source, that was my business, that was my source of income. If I couldn't massage folks, how can I pay my bills? Now, now my and, only my only question, the, but see, my only question to that is: now that you can massage folks, the folks that's coming in for you to massage, if they give you this, <laughs> is it worth it? If <laughs> is it really and truly worth it? And the person that keep hollering about, look at what the flu did. You can get the flu and have a pre-existing condition and <laughs> live through the flu. You yeah. got people dying every day from the Rona with that has pre-existing con- conditions, and they're not making it. Nah, bro. So this more, this, this thing is this think. thing is different. And what and, and yeah. what and another thing that scares me, and I don't know nothing medical, ain't no medical nothing. But I wonder if there are different strands of this thing, and. I wonder if when they when all these people start back gathering and coming back together, is that going to create a different strand of this? You know, so going back to a, a video I saw earlier, someone, a friend of mine sent to me. You got me, two minutes, buddy. Okay, it talked about how we're all sheltering in place. And what our body is built, made to do, our body is made to create immune immunity by just going out into the environment. But since we're all sheltered in place, when October, January, February, October, excuse me, June or whatever, and we all come out the house, we're going to be spreading more diseases. Now, I don't know what that guy's talking about. I don't know. It was just a video. But I'm thinking, is that a possibility? So, hey, man, it's, 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 this is uncharted territory. We haven't been here before. But damn it, we're going to live this thing. We're going to ride it out. And I'm going to stay positive doing the whole thing, man. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm bro. I'm, I'm trying to stay positive. I'm trying. Hey, boy. I, I mean, I even got prayer warriors out here praying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this thing, is, this thing is, 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 is serious, man. It's serious, man. And um, but um, man, like I say, but just take care of yourself, man. Do, do what you know you need to do. Use your common sense. And yeah. if you ain't doing it for yourself, do it for someone else. Do it for somebody you love. Think of them. If you're thinking about going out here and being reckless, stupid, dumb, just make, just think about your something, somebody that you love. Is it going to hurt them? Is it going to hurt them? And if you can honestly answer that and be okay with that answer, go with it, man. Are you okay with losing? That's the way I, that's the way you take that's the thing you do. Are you okay with losing whomever you're about to come in contact with? Yeah. Run out there. If you if you're able to if you feel that you're comfortable with running out to do whatever you gotta go do and then come be around the person that you really love, if you're okay with losing them, go do your foolishness, man. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Hey man, about that time, um, Hopefully next week, well, I had to talk to Robin and hopefully Robin next week, he get, he's supposed to have his young, his young artist come in here and, well, call and talk to us. We're going to holler at them, see how they're doing, what they got going on. And uh, I'm going to go hunt down Todd here in a few minutes. But um, it's about that time to sweep the flows, clean the clippers. Damn, I guess I got the bathroom. I'm the only one here. <laughs> the shop is closed. Get out. Lose game.
Talking 